Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And uh, our last episode, we talked about Jerry Jarrett. We talked about a lot of things, and we moved into modern wrestling. And um, I want to talk on this episode. I want to ask Mark specifically. We're going to talk about title reigns. As you know, Ric Flair, 16, 17-time world champion, depending on who you talk to. You know, there's been talk for a long time. Is Cena going to eclipse that? You've got and, Roman. and you know Flair's up in the twenties. If they really counted all the times that he, the unsanctioned, times, <laughs> right. he would drop it to make right. money the next night. Right. Um, the uh, Roman Reigns now is in what is it seven hundred nine hundred days? Yeah, he's up around nine hundred just um, recently. So my and that is unheard of in this generation. And so the question is, uh, I was looking up this morning, Bruno San Martino's first reign, 2,800 days. Yep. Uh, you, when you go back, especially in the NWA, pretty much a year was the minimum because they would have their yearly convention, they'd vote on a world champion, and then that person would go and be the world champion for a year and then they'd come back the next year and they would they would vote again. My question to you is if you were a wrestler, what what would you rather have? Would you rather have 10 title reigns or would you rather have two extended title reigns? I don't care, right? I would like to have John Cena's money. Yes. Yes. I'd like to have Brock, Brock Lesnar's contract. <laughs> yes. But more specifically to answer your question, you're talking it would depend mm-hmm. on where you were at. The NWA was different. The NWA, the champion, traveled around. <coughs> not telling anybody anything they don't right. know. His job was to travel around and make the local guy look good. That was the NWA champion's job. So right. for that, I mean, you you definitely you'd want to be the champion if you wanted to travel. If you didn't want to travel, you wouldn't want to be the champion. And that's one of the reasons. Don't interrupt me. I thought you were. <laughs> well, that was one of the reasons Terry. Funk, I only said that because you told me earlier that you controlled things when we once we went on the air. So. <laughs> you well, kind of brought that one on yourself. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, but that's one of the reasons Terry Funk gave up the title. Mm-hmm. Is he held it for around a year and then was like, "Man, this is yeah. this is the real deal." I, thanks, mm-hmm. I'm ready to yeah. ready to pat, leave it on. And then you had <clears throat> when you, you're talking about Bruno San Martino was just the opposite. The, yeah. the heels traveled. He stayed put. Yeah, he only worked what Madison Square Garden, the Boston Gardens, a couple other places. Uh, yeah, I don't know that he worked. I mean, they were all house shows I, back well, then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he worked in other places. I mean, you you know. Um, you could definitely hire him out for a, for a big money appearance. Uh, I think he worked for the Sheiks. Um, I, I, I read the Sheiks, the book about the Sheik. I'm pretty sure it mentioned San Martino working for him yeah. once or twice. Anyway, I know they worked together um, with at the WWF, um, but that was what they would do. I mean, you had the you know they you talking about Roman Reigns 
he calls Paul Heyman the wise man. That was the original. It's what they called the uh, the managers that managed against Bruno that were the wise men. You know, the um, Grand Wizard and Freddie Blassie and Captain Lou Albano and um, and that I think that's it. Everybody, they were the three. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> maybe it wasn't Blassie. I can't. Anyway, that's, that's beside the point. Anyway, um, they called them the wise men, and they would bring their heels in. Mm. And they would work the program. And then, uh, you know, George Steele taught school all year long. And during the summer, he would come in and, and be George the Animal Steele and do a program with Bruno San Martino. Right. Um, and it was wasn't the same thing all the time. It was a revolving door of, of a manager and a heel coming in. So for Bruno, it made more sense for him to stay the champion and combat and fight off. They would come in, do, they'd work with um, – Chief Jay Strongbow, who would put yeah. him over, and then they'd do the deal with Bruno. Uh, today's age, I don't know that Roman Reigns makes any more money as the champion as he would make without it. I mean, he seems to have right. a pretty good schedule. Yeah. He's working that Brock Lesnar schedule now, so um, good for him. Yeah. You know, if you can, <laughs> that's good money if you can get it, man. It's easy money. So, but it, and, and honestly, I like it better. When you don't see the champion on TV every mm-hmm. single week, because when Brock right. Lesnar has a match, when Roman Reigns has a match, now it's special. Yeah, I haven't seen him all the time, and they physically will do things in their matches that they couldn't do if they were working night in and night out. Especially Lesnar. Lesnar takes some insane bumps. Right. That right. you would, just wouldn't be able to take if he was having to show up work Monday Night Raw the next night and then do a house show on Wednesday. And, Thursday and then do Friday night SmackDown, he would not be able to work at that level. Right, right. Um, I think with the amount of television and pay-per-view, you're seeing the cha- – like, I don't know. There's just so much more national exposure that I think – I don't know. I, I do think during the Attitude Era – there were too many title changes. Oh, they absolutely did too much during the Attitude Era. If you can ever find it, it's well worth listening to. It may have been 10 years ago when they recorded this. Um, Jim Cornette had Lance Storm on his podcast. Uh-huh. And all they talked about, it was specifically to talk about one topic that day. And it was the Attitude Era basically being like a three- or four-year hot-shotting yeah. of professional wrestling where every week was a hot-shot angle. Yeah. And how it burned everybody out to where we basically needed, whether people liked it or not, we needed what happened 10 years ago when it got stale and it got it got really bland and it was PG and there was no yeah. blood. It was just, you know, John Cena was the perfect guy to come along right. and kind of usher usher people through that era. Um, whether people like it or not, we needed that to kind of cleanse the palate <laughs> coming, no, out that's of, right. coming out of the attitude era. Because <laughs> not just with that, with Monday Nitro, everything was a hot shot. And right. it killed the professional wrestling industry because you, you just can't keep that pace up forever. Right. So, I th- you know, But I th- if you can find that, like I would definitely seek out. Um, Cornette interviewing James uh, um, Lance um, Storm. I'm sorry, uh, Lance Storm. No relation to James Storm Mm-mm. or Tony Storm. Yeah, or Sue Storm or Johnny Storm. 
Yeah, or Stormy Daniels. Different. That's a different family tree. Uh, okay, a different branch. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, <laughs> you lost, made me lose my train of thought. Um, Anytime I bring up hardcore pornography, it always, it always does. Women like the stories of costumes. <laughs> That's one of my favorite SNL skits of all time. Uh, have you uh, tried stumbling out of the bathroom with your pants around your ankles and acting like you didn't know there were people in the room? Uh, that works pretty good, too. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Stuff you could not do on television now. We came up. I mean, oh, you could do that if you're here. Depending on who you was making fun of, you could do well, it. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, I think back, you know, Dusty Rhodes used to always, his whole thing was, man, I've been, been to the mountaintop twice, trying to get there three times. And he's a three-time NWA champion. And probably, maybe his longest reign was over a month. But between his three reigns, a hundred days, maybe Mick, same thing with Mick, Fo- Mick yeah. Foley, same way. Because <laughs> some people, as we've said, and I hate—I'm sorry to cut you off, no, but I think you. I know where you go. Yeah, <laughs> some people are better chasing. Right, right. Some people—it's the chase is wonderful, and then they win, and you get the big pop because they won, and then you need to put it back on somebody for them to chase again. That's that's good business. Do you think? That wrestler, like Roman Reigns, obviously is not the chaser now. He's the mountain. He's the dude. But I think at one point, and maybe it's just the progression of somebody's career, because I do think at one point he was he was a good chaser. Yes. That should be the way it works, right? I mean, right? that should be. You had Flair for the gold. Ric Flair was great at chasing. And then he became a great world champion. Right. But he had to get it a few times, and he had to lose it, and he had to have some setbacks and some heartaches. Then he was good to hold that title, and I think you're right. Do you think also that Flair was such a good champion? He was so good at making other people look good that it was a big – when Kerry Von Erich beat him, it was a big, it was a big deal. It would have been – Whereas somebody else, it wouldn't have been. You had to have the right person in that spot. In the right place, you know. If Kerry Von Erich had beat him in Minneapolis, it wouldn't have meant anything. Right. Right. If he beat him in Dallas Stadium on a a, uh, David Von Erich Memorial, whatever. Uh, whatever they called that show. Yeah, it was the right Parade person, of champions. right person, right place, right time. That same match happens, you know, like I said, in, in Minnesota or in Charlotte, at Greensboro Coliseum. They'd have thrown the chairs. They'd have set the chairs on fire and threw them in the ring if Kerry Von Erich had beaten Ric Flair. Right, in, right. At the green, in the Greensboro Coliseum. So that leads me to this question, back to Roman Reigns. Is Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania, Hollywood, is that right place, right time for Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns? I don't think so. Hmm. Mm-mm. I think the right time for Cody Rhodes to beat Roman Reigns is in Madison Square Garden. 
Mm. To me, that's the right place. Mm. Because that's this whole start of that promo. I think there was a picture of his dad in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. He said it in the promo. Yeah. I would do it. I would do it on a house show. Really? I'd be recording it. We'd show it. But why not? Why not do something different? Why not make a title change on a house show where people will say, you know what? Maybe I need to start going to these house shows. Right. Right. You know, maybe I need to, maybe if they're in town at the garden, I need to go because something might happen. Hmm. That's how Diesel won his first title. Right. He beat Bob Backlund at the garden. Yeah. In like 10 seconds. Yeah. That's right. Um, Have they? You could even do a special on Peacock mm. that night. If it's that big a deal, you know, if you want to make sure, hey, man, look, this is important. We're going to show this on Peacock. Mm-hmm. That's all you'd have to do. do. I guess my question is, can't, how, okay. Or just have Raw coming from Madison, Madison Square Garden one day. Either way. When was the last time we had a wor- a major title change on Raw or SmackDown? I mean, I don't know, to be honest with you. I really don't know. I would have to. I mean, it used to be. It's been years. There was one time, there was a pay-per-view, Kane beat Stone Cold in a first blood match. Yep. That, at, was, that was King of the Ring when they threw Foley off the cell the, the night before. And then the next night, mm-hmm. Austin won it back, won the title back on Raw. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Pop the rating. Um, how okay? Everybody thinks it's about it's that this whole WrestleMania is about Cody Rhodes winning the championship. Because mm-hmm. I think to me it makes sense. Cody wins. Roman takes some time off, mm-hmm. and then Roman come back. With a vengeance mm-hmm. leading up to SummerSlam. But how would you book it where Cody doesn't win? I would have Roman Reigns beat him. Not everybody's dream comes true. Oh. Just because just cause you want to be world champion don't mean that you are going to be world champion. Do you think... What's, I mean, what is, I mean, there is a way, I mean, but, all right. In 2023, with the modern wrestling audience, mm-hmm. can you do that and get away with it? Because everything is about, oh, the boyhood dream, this is my dream, and this is my passion. Yeah, and that's the problem with the wrestling business. People need to be, people need to learn that that shouldn't be everybody's motivation. Mm. This is my dream. This is what I've always wanted to do. Blah, 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 blah. That's everybody's motivation. Everybody. This is my dream. I can't believe I'm living my dream. I want a guy to show up like Brock Lesnar and say, I don't know. This ain't, this ain't my dream at all. My dream is to be a millionaire, and this is the easiest way for me to do it because I'm good at beating people up. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, 
Um, all right, let me ask you this. Let me throw this idea at you. But so, but let me just to put yeah. a bow on that. I'm not saying Cody doesn't win eventually. I'm not saying yeah. that you don't go forward right. and have Cody win. What I'm saying is I don't necessarily know that he gets to win it the first time because if he if he doesn't, then maybe we can start to change that narrative mm. of everybody's living their dream and everybody's a good brother who's just happy to be there. Right. 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 Let me – one thing I've really appreciated about Cody Rhodes' turn it run, ter, ter current run – is I want is I want to be champion. Yeah. I want to win this. This is important. Mm -hmm. This means a lot to me. This means a lot to my family. This is the biggest title in the entire industry, yeah. and I want to be the champion. I've really appreciated that. Did you watch <clears throat> the the Paul Heyman Cody Rhodes Heath? I'm so sorry. You're sitting here doing a wrestling promo. You didn't see one of the most captivating promos that's happened in wrestling in 20 years. Oh, God, I'm mighty. Are you serious? Pull up YouTube and let's watch it right now. Okay. I want you to see it. Okay. You need to hear what Paul Heyman says to him. Did you hear the line? No, I, you didn't hear I how, don't get to watch wrestling. You didn't hear anymore. how personal how personal it got? No. You're talking about it went from Cody Rhodes winning mm -hmm. at WrestleMania and getting to challenge for the world title. And Paul Heyman came out and made it personal. Oh. All right, so we're back. We have watched <clears throat> Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. Wow. Told you. Cody has a gear. A gear. You were about to cry a couple of times. <laughs> I was watching. I said, Lord, he's fixing to cry. Paul Heyman was crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody has a gear. I didn't know he had. Yeah, he's really good at uh you know I know I think he went to acting school if I'm not mistaken. There, there if I remember reading that in Dusty's book. And you know, he may have that thing with where he's just capable of taking some words that are, you know, getting it ahead. I don't know how much of that's off the cuff and how much of that's worked out ahead of time for him. Um, but it seems like he, he's really good at, now I can, I, I will say he needs to ease up a little bit on the half cry. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, that, thing, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that stutter, that, that thing that, that he does, he needs to kind of ease up on that a little bit. So what led us to watch those promos is we were talking about booking, how we would. Easy now. God bless you, everyone. We were talking about how we would book. That's kind uh, of a high-pitched sneeze. I don't think I was expecting that. <laughs> we were uh, talking about how we would book uh, WrestleMania and. You know, do do you let Cody finish his story, or do you go Cody Sammy? Mm. Um, here's something I want to throw out to you as I as I watch Cody Rhodes, and we talked about this earlier. Could Cody Rhodes? And I'm not saying he has a three year reign, but if Cody Rhodes wins at WrestleMania, you think about how he dresses. Mm -hmm. He could be a throwback, and then you bring. 
the, the old school champion where you bring you're bringing in different hills, <laughs> and you could use that to elevate other people. I certainly don't want to see Cody, whoever he wrestles at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that three pay per views in a row. No, sir. I think Sami Zayn. We were kind of talking about it. I think he's that that Mick Foley type of guy. That's the, the chase will be better than the catch. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know that you don't call an audible to let him win tonight. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that ain't the right call. It's just hard to say. Uh, he could go either right. way. Uh, but I think definitely as a champion, Cody has more of a an upside. Like right. you said, the, the way he carries himself, the way he dresses and things like that, I just think he's got more of a – he's more of a champion, a world champion that you could kind of, like you said, have that throwback to, you know, 30, 40 years ago where it's a program here and then a different guy come in. and then Cody Rhodes is a guy – we talk about the Miz a lot. If you call the Miz at 5 in the morning, hey, we need you to do this radio show in – yeah. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Yep, I'll do it. Cody's that kind of guy. Cody, you could put him on an ESPN or CNN or Fox News, and he's believable. He and, looks good. He's not going to embarrass you. He's not going to say anything that he shouldn't say. I mean, right. he's that kind of guy. Well-spoken. and He's not going to show up and be, you know, <clears throat> be a jerk or I don't know whatever word you want to say to the, to right. the folks there. He's, he's not going to do any of that stuff. So. Right. To our knowledge, he doesn't have a, a drug addiction. <laughs> yeah. Right, where he's not going to show up at all. Right. Um, it, we were watching those promos. I have not watched a WWE pay-per-view live. I think I watched a little bit of SummerSlam live. I watch, I've gone back and watched uh, the Royal Rumble. I watched yeah. the Royal Rumble match. I watched the Royal Rumble live, and I uh, just and a lot of it's time. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's like I would have to like move something or make time to watch tonight. I got nothing, and uh, well, not at the moment anyway. Uh, so, I mean, but the, thank goodness for wrestling and for promos that makes me want to watch again. Mm-hmm. I told you they were good, right? And thank you. You undersold them. They were great. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, it's all right. It's a good promo. It's okay. I think I said one of the best segments I've seen in 20 years. <laughs> I think was the term that I used. We could go back and check the tape. Um, oh, yeah. Just so such good, um, such good promos. And it's going to be interesting. Um, again, I think you've given the fans – Really long, impressive. I mean, Roman Reigns has beaten a variety of opponents. He's vanquished people, uh, people that aren't even with the company anymore. And I think, but I do think Roman Roman Reigns gives you one type of entertainment. Cody Rhodes can give you another type mm-hmm. of entertainment. And Cody Rhodes, even as a champion, not the biggest guy, not the strongest guy. Mm-hmm. He can kind of be an underdog champion if that's a, a be the opposite of Roman Reigns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that sells tickets too, and that's captivating too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's always sold tickets. Who 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 are some people in WWE now that would be 
I mean, obviously Seth Rollins is a ready-made. Yeah, but you're not ready to go. I wouldn't go back to him just yet. No, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, but who are who are some other heels that you would pull up to take on to be the foil for Cody See, Rhodes? I, eventually, uh, probably Kevin Owens. Hmm. But he's he's kind of a baby face right now. I wouldn't do it that quick. Right. You know, that'd be down the line a little bit. Um Bobby Lashley. Wow. <laughs> you know, um, especially they're, they're apparently getting the Hurt Business back together again. Right. So that's pretty good. I mean, Brock Lesnar. Hmm. You know, why not? Uh, I mean, that's the two two biggest ones I can think of right off the top of my head, Lesnar and Lashley. But I guess those are already main. Who are some like – Oh, Guys uh, who haven't been main event Sokoa, people. Solo Sokoa. Okay. The Usos brother. Yeah. That's one right there. That's a whole different deal where you you know, you got this wild brawling Samoan, hmm. you know. Have you watched any of his stuff? Just a very uh, little. He very he really tries to pay homage to Umaga. Right. Through what he does. He, right. He, you know, he's a he's a big fan of Umaga. Right. Pays a lot of tribute to him. I think that's, a, that's the biggest one. I've, if I could get him back, I don't know how he feels. I don't know what, what he's doing, but Miro, mm-hmm. Rusev. Oh, yeah. Um, if, if he if he comes back, he could be huge, treated properly with that character, that Redeemer character that he's doing now. Right. If you bring him in and let him be serious. Right. Try to get back on that Rusev day stuff. Right. Let him be serious. I, I could see doing that with him. Gunther. Mm. Um, mm. Um, two years from now, Brian Breaker. Mm. You know, maybe Brian Breaker's the guy that beats Cody. Oh a couple, wow! A couple of years from now, I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. off the top of my head. That's... Do you think <clears throat> again, <clears throat> Cody is a captivating character? He's he's a captivating captivating professional wrestler, captivating entertainer. Can talk, good good wrestler. Um, um, I forgot where I was. Is he better? Do you think he'll be better as a long term champion, or do you? What's the best way to book him moving forward? Is he better? I mean, could he? Certainly, promo wise. Mm-hmm. You put any of those people you mentioned in a ring, mm-hmm. and you have a promo. It elevates them. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the best way to use Cody Rhodes moving forward? I think that. I think that's what we just said. I mean, I, I think we just spent five minutes saying the, the way that the best way forward was. is to use him as the champion. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, how do you? Okay, let me ask you this. That's just my opinion. I no. don't know. I mean, I don't know the best way to use them, to be honest with you. I don't How, know. We, we, we've talked about multiple times over the course of this podcast, or, or the course of the show. Guy, some guys are better champions. Some guys are better chasers. How would you know? Like, when Cody, Cody – let's say – let's just say Cody Rhodes wins at WrestleMania. What are some things you're looking for to say, hmm – you know what? We were going to go long term champion with him, but I think he's a better chaser. Like, what are some? You're you, you've watched so much wrestling. You've seen like I'm just curious. 
what what you would look for are more or less people showing up right that's it that's the metric i mean that's it that is the matrix butts in seats and ratings yeah if nobody's watching and nobody's coming out to the shows and nobody's buying any merchandise then i would know that it's not working i got you you know if if we come to town this week and and he's our champion and he's at the top of the card and there's 2,000 more people there than were here the last time he was here when we didn't have a champion, oh, this must be working. Right. That's that's how you judge everything in professional wrestling. I don't, You can talk all you want to about star ratings and work rate, but that's right. not what matters. No. It just ain't. If you're not drawing people out to the arenas to watch it, you're not and you're not successful. And it's clear that Roman Reigns has been a draw. And there's something yeah. there's something to be said when Paul Heyman calls him the greatest box office attraction. You think about these last couple of WrestleMania. There was a time when WrestleMania was held in regular arenas. Mm-hmm. And if you told me, hey, we're going to we're going to have WrestleMania at Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Not not Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're going to have it at Phillips Arena. I'm like, like if they went back to that, yeah, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. They're doing two nights. They right. sell out the big stadium two nights now. Yeah. I wish they'd get away from that. I, I wish they'd get <clears> back to a three. Maybe for WrestleMania, maybe you go four hours. But these two nights... I don't have time. Yeah, man. I, I just wind up skimming a lot of it, to be honest with you. I'll right. wait. I'll, I'll give it an hour to start. Yeah. So that I can skip the, the there's going to be something I don't want to watch. Right. I just skip that stuff. Right. I remember a time when, like, even like when Wrestle Kingdom went two nights, I thought, eh, that's weird. But I remember when I woke up at, I don't know what time it was. It was like two years in a row. I woke up at the whatever weird time on a weird day to watch Wrestle Kingdom. And, uh, so that was back before you had a real job where you had to get up. Well, you could, you could get up at two o'clock in the morning, watch a pay per view, and then go take a nap all day long. You know, you could do that back then. You can't do that now. You think on a Wednesday you get up at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning to watch a pay-per-view now? Listen, I can't think of doing anything between t- 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Isn't that great? I, <coughs> I, love to, I love to sleep now, man. I just want to. It's like my favorite thing. It's not my. I look at sleep like you can't be healthy without a healthy amount of sleep. Right. And I, I love to take I look at it as part of my job. My yeah. job is to be is to get seven hours of sleep a night. Yes, sir. I love it. I do, man. I love to take a nap in the middle of the day. There's nothing that makes me happier than for it to be a really, really nice day outside, like seventy five degrees, just perfect, you know, perfect outdoor weather. And me to go inside and take a nap. Because anybody can take a nap on a rainy cloudy right. day. I, now, see, on the nice day. somebody special to waste a good day. On the nice days, I wish there I had a hammock. <laughs> yeah. And, That's right. Um, That's a good. Or yeah, I wish I I'm could take you, a nap outside. I tell you, uh, trampoline. 
good place. To yeah, take trampolines a nap. are good napping. Good for napping. And uh, maybe it's, yeah, that's on my list. Maybe I need to invest in a hammock. That's a good idea. Well, let me tell you. I had a nice hammock. Yeah. But it was not a, hey, we're going to the lake. Let's take this hammock all apart and take it. No, I don't want one of those. But anyway. that, but I had a nice hammock, not yeah. meant to be taken apart, moved. Oh, we're going camping. We're going to take one. <laughs> yeah, that hammock, hammock is gone now because pieces were left at a campsite. Who did that? I have no comment. You? No, it wasn't me. You think I went camping outside? Well, that's kind of what was throwing me off there. You've never been, really, never really been an and outdoor I certainly, child. Certainly, if I had been going and they said hey we're going to take this hammock like no that's a yard hammock you go get you a 20 dollar tie between two trees hammock right and i don't even i want one of those like those nice Polly's island hammocks you know with the the stand that's what i had yeah that's what i had it was amazing yeah those things that thing was made it it was so sturdy and i gotta uh, get one of those man I Google. I think one. it was like seventy five bucks. It wasn't wasn't bad. Oh no, you're not talking about the same kind of hammock I am. There. I mean, this had a metal stand. Yeah, yeah. Where well, I'm talking about, like one of those handmade Polly's Island thousand dollar hammocks. That's what I want. Well, I might run down that dream this afternoon. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Really? You've been spending the money today for sure. Uh, what did I spend money on? Hey, you need to go. Uh, we're gonna, we got a special TikTok video. Is it going to be on TikTok? What are we doing, Instagram? I don't know, but I know there's an opportunity to make about 20 videos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 22, 23 videos up. Yeah. And load them up over the next few weeks. And yeah. Use the right... Uh, Hashtags and see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So, even if we just do six of them with the with the wrestling related stuff, right? You know. So anyway, what we're trying to say is wrestling is captivating again, and that's good. It's always a good thing. It's always a good thing because life's too short mm-hmm. to watch bad wrestling and we like i said i'm gonna watch uh at least try to watch roman reign Sami Zayn here for inter- entertainment uh, elimination who what's the even the elimination chamber match it's for the u.s title who's the u.s champion is that lashley i think it's austin uh austin theory austin theory if i'm not mistaken huh I'm interested to see if that elevates the title or something like that, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Are they doing a women's one again? Yeah, of course. Okay. Mm. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, We've got some more recording to do. We've got some eating to do. i got some coffee to try. And we got some videos to make. But where you can find it on, doubledropkick.com. If you Google Double Drop Kick Show, uh, we do have a YouTube channel that hasn't been updated in about six years. Ah, it's been, I, well, no, it's probably been six years. 
we couldn't figure out a way to monetize it. Hey, speaking of which, and I don't know if I'm breaking kayfabe here, shout out to our friends at the Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast who cracked a million views. Oh, sweet. On uh, YouTube. Yeah. And uh, they do a great show. Their show, very similar to ours. Two good friends mm-hmm. sitting around talking wrestling and stuff. And they're and stuff. Um, so. The difference is they've been successful. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still trying to figure it out. They did, you know, they've, they ran a sold out wrestling show that you and I attended uh, mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, wrestling's good. Life is good. I got no complaints. I got a couple. Well, you have to wait till September, December 23rd, Festivus. Lord, if I only complain one day out of the year, there'd be so many people in my life that would that would just be so happy. <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, follow, download, listen to the whole thing to the very end. We're so grateful for your support. But for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.